What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to episode 7 of the Turbocharged Lifestyle Podcast. Charlie's already taking the piss here. Um, this is going to be a good one. This is our first one in, in two weeks, actually. We, we took away hiatus because Charlie's a dodgy finger. Yes. <laughs> but uh, episode 7, we've got a good one lined up. We're going to try and keep this one a fair bit shorter because the last couple have been extremely long. But they were good. Yeah, they were good. So today we're going to be talking about, do you really want to lose weight? Like... Do you really want to lose weight or do you just sort of part-time want to lose weight? Then we're going to move on to some tips and tricks. So we're going to talk about uh, diet tips to help you lose your next 10 pounds. And then finally to cap her off, we're going to talk about some training tips to help get you into the best shape of your life. Yeah. So like Charlie was saying there, um, first point, do you really, really, really want to lose weight or is it just a part-time thing for you? So like I... I've worked with hundreds of people at this point and one of the big things is people coming on the program or like even not coming on the program but trying to lose weight thinking that they want to do it but then when they see what's involved they're, they're not so up for it. So for example, Charlie actually mentioned this earlier before we come on the podcast but um, you know, someone talking about really wanting to lose weight, really wanting to get fit, get in shape, start the gym, all that good stuff but then when they're offered a McDonald's it all, yeah. it all crumbles. Or whenever they're offered a night out in the drink, everything falls apart. Yeah, so basically it's as soon as like the first wee obstacle appears, um, most people just tend to be like, ah, fuck it. I've, I've earned this one this week. I've, um, I've been tracking uh, all week, so um, this weekend I'm going to go and fucking have a takeout and go on the rip. So you can just go and undo your whole week's hard work for um, a night on the rip and a night of eating pure shit all day. Like it's... It's so easy to undo your hard work, which is why people need to understand that <clears throat> when you're going into this, you need to be all in. You can't just like fucking be on it one week and off it the next and expect to see consistent weight loss. Yeah, and a good example here is actually Charlie and his dodgy finger because <laughs> because um, he's supposed to be on this program and all, and then he got. I mean, I'm still training. He got his we got to cutting his finger, and he took four days off work and six days off the gym. Six days, cute. So no, I'm only joking. He didn't, yeah, but um, ten. But he's actually it's actually a prime example because I remember he had the sore finger and I came in one night and he had the wee, <laughs> had the wee hook the wee hook grips around his hands trying to do his workout even with his dodgy finger. Yeah. So um, that's actually a really good example of how you should still try your best even in even if you can't do do your best do, try your best. Yeah, even in challenging times. But um, now this we're not saying here don't enjoy your life. You know, if if you want to take the kids to McDonald's every now and again, go for it. If you want to have a few drinks every now and again, go for it. But if you're going to do that every week, there's no way you're going to get in the best shape of your life. Yeah. Right? I think I think the word in moderation has been loosened up way too much. I think people... <laughs> maybe a bit of a sus way to, to go around that. But yeah, I think the words in moderation have been used way too much and people aren't actually understanding what in moderation is. Because in moderation has now turned to... If you're going to have a drink, drink in moderation, that people now assume that's going on an absolute fucking bender every Saturday night from 7pm straight through to uh, 7am the following morning and you're in some random cunt's kitchen. <laughs> like, that's not in moderation. And Nothing about that's moderate. Once every two to three weeks is maybe a wee bit more moderate. Yeah, well, they're, they're saying it's moderation, but because they're only doing it once a week. Yeah. But it's a 24-hour Yeah, it's binge. one 24-hour binge. It's <laughs> moderation. <laughs> yeah. I've been on that side of the coin. It's There's not fuck all moderate about that sort of behaviour. But, no, it's... Uh, the moral of the story is you have to want it bad enough. And I know that's cliche. I know that's like what you would hear on a motivational YouTube video. 
But like, if you only if you only really want to lose weight a wee tiny bit, and yeah. you're gonna fall for every, what's the word? What's the word whenever you really want to do something? I would say motivation. Motivated. You're motivated <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what the word is, but like every time something pops up, if you're gonna you know fall off the wagon, it it just isn't gonna work. Okay, and that's one of the things I'll say to clients when they come on the program. Yes, it's okay to enjoy your life with your kids and with your family, with your mates and stuff every now and again. But something at some point has to give. You know, some sacrifices have to be made. You do have to start getting to the gym more. You do. You have to start tightening up your diet. You need to drink a wee bit less than what you used to drink. So. These are all the things you have to do. And see, to be honest, I guess to the point where you start to actually enjoy it. Yeah. I'm at that point now when people offer me to go out drinking, I actually have to like... Almost make yourself I, go. Yeah, I have to motivate myself to go out drinking now as opposed to like the other way around because I know how negatively it affects me when it comes to my, my health and my fitness and just how shit I feel after it. Yeah. Well, it's like once you get going on like a good positive spring. So the way I look at it is you all, everyone's heard of like downward spirals. That's where if, uh, say, I don't know, something bad happens and then something even worse happens and then another bad thing happens and everything just starts going downhill. Well, up, uphill spirals also exist. So if you um, go start, you say, right, I'm going to go to the gym. You do a wee gym workout. Now you've done your first gym workout. You're going to go home and you're going to say, oh, fuck, now I need to eat something good and something healthy, something that's going to make me feel good. Oh, there's, there's two things. You're spiraling up now and now you know, okay, I've done this. I've ticked my boxes. I need to go to bed early so I can get up early. They're uphill spirals as well, and I think they're really, really underlooked. Yeah, so I think we nailed it. That's, yeah. that, that, that there's, uh, that's a good point that we just covered. And so, yeah, just remember, um, you got to want it bad enough. you got to put the work in, and um, every now and again, it's all right to enjoy yourself, but if it's going to happen every week, then you're just not going to get the end result. Exactly. You need to give yourself enough time to actually get a bit of momentum going, because if you think about it, a fucking rocket ship doesn't stop when it's halfway up into the sky. It just it has to keep going to break the fucking atmosphere. So you have to keep going as well. Does it break the atmosphere, is it? It has to break through the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> right, moving on. This is actually going to be a good one here. So you'll probably notice like it's episode seven and we haven't actually talked about like the actual in detail of dieting and training and stuff like that because you hear it all the time you hear it on instagram and tiktok but you're, you're not going to hear it explain how you're not going to hear it explain how we, exactly so we're going to touch on it a wee bit in this episode um, and hopefully we can really really help you so the first thing we're going to touch on here is some diet tips to lose your next 10 pounds oh he's put me on the spot we love it. it well i don't want i'm sort of trying to avoid going with the go-to but i think it needs to be touched on because it's probably the most important one um well there's two ways of going around it but i'm going to talk about calorie tracking <gasps> I know it's so boring I know but it's so so important if you consistently are tracking your calories I, I promise you're going to lose weight when I say and when I say calorie tracking this isn't like sort of going loosey goosey and then uh, sort of just firing the odd random thing into your my fitness pal this is tracking everything that you're having from breakfast snacks lunch dinner supper whatever it is you're having you need to be tracking it all I would also recommend getting your hands on a food scale as well because if you have a food scale and you're tracking your calories now there's very little room for um, error, meaning there's almost you can almost guarantee that you're going to lose weight. <coughs> you can almost guarantee you're going to lose weight by the end of that. Just to add to that point, you don't actually have to track for your whole life. You know, this is just a, a, short, a short, short time frame thing. Just when you want to lose weight. Yeah, pretty much. And it also teaches you a lot of fun stuff about your nutrition because mm-hmm. most people underestimate what they eat every single day. And especially when it comes to your carb sources and stuff, your cereals and all that, people are overeating, you know, unconsciously all the time. All the but, time. Um, so, yeah, 
One thing I would really, really suggest, um, especially if you're at the start of your journey, is, so Charlie touched on counting calories, but actually having sort of a written food diary, because mm -hmm. it, it teaches you your bad habits. So if you do like 10 days or so of a food diary, and then you look back at it, you're going to be like, and if you're honest on it too, you're going to be like, holy shit, like that is, that's worse than I thought. And if you do that and then transfer it obviously into my fitness pal, you're killing two, two birds with one stone there. You're able to track your calories, but you're able to See you know, what expose your bad habits as well. So if you can do them two things alone, food diary, count your calories, you know, that's going to be a good starting point. And especially with the food diary, because if you're honest in the food diary and you're entering everything that you've eaten for the past 10 days, eating and drink that is, and then you enter that into my fitness pal and you get the average. So if you enter every day individually and work out the average, uh, calorie intake you know daily each day that that's your maintenance roughly it could be a slight surplus but that is your maintenance then it's so easy to create a calorie deficit from that then all you, you have to do is have a wee bit less yeah so just have a wee bit less so if your average turns out to be for example 2600 if you start eating 2200 that's a 400 calorie deficit you're going to lose weight doing that if you're doing that consistently every day along with some diet or some diet yeah, along with some exercise some exercise yeah so um like charlie said track your calories, be accurate and be consistent. Do it alongside a food diary, an actual written food diary, so you can expose your bad habits. And then just use that food diary to find out what your maintenance is and then just cut some calories from it. And then that's your calorie deficit. Like, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And keep doing that for a few weeks and then you'll be losing weight. And then once you hit that first plateau and you stop losing weight, there's two things you can do. You can add exercise volume or cardio. Or, or reduce them cals. Or you can reduce the calories. Don't do both like most people do. Pick one or the other save some tools for later on yeah 100 and if you are going to reduce your calories you should always do your best to reduce it by like as little as possible because i've got a rule with my clients you want to be able to eat as much food as possible for as long as possible and still lose weight that's super important to remember only because it's going to help you do it for a longer period of time yeah and then final point the leaner you get, the more important protein becomes. Yeah. So as you get, as you start to dive deeper and deeper into your diet, and you start to get leaner. If you're a fella, you start like to see your abs. If you're a female and you you're all toned around your arms and your glutes and stuff, you start getting lean. That's when protein becomes even more important. So your protein should be maintaining, or else actually going higher, as the as the calories go lower. I know it sounds uh, counterintuitive, but that's literally is so important. So it is. Um, another tip, let's think. Yeah, for whenever you're having um, nights out, this is something that I really am big on. Because if, if you know me, you all know whenever I do go for a night out, I love to go properly and have a night out. Tracking your calories, just quickly. Um, if you're tracking them now that we've told you about tracking them, as you should be, see if you keep like between one and 200 calories a day, Monday to Friday. Let's say keep 200 left over every day. You've now just given yourself an extra thousand calories to work with, so that, like you've given yourself a way bigger window there for to have uh, I don't know a shit ton more alcohol or whatever it is because it's all got calories in it, and then um, when it comes down to it, nights out are a big reason as to why people get uh, so much more body fat. So what you want to do is as much damage control as humanly possible. Yeah. So um, and the term linked to that's called calorie banking. So basically, you're banking calories every day for the big day that you've got coming up. So if you've got a wedding coming up, if you've got a day out, if you're going out for dinner and it's going to be um Eating not tracked, like Charlie says, bank up one to two hundred calories per day. If you do that over five days, there's almost a thousand calories, and you can go and enjoy yourself without worrying, and you'll still be on track. And you'll still lose weight. Come the following Monday, yeah. 
So um, no, that, that's that's that covered. I hope that helps. You know, that's there's some of the most frequent questions we get is, is about diet. Yeah. Like, what diet should I should I be on for weight loss? If a diet has a name, don't follow yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably not great. Like if it has a name like the Atkins diet, like Weight Watchers, Keto, Herbalife. If it has a name like on a label like that, just don't follow it. What you should be doing is just tracking what you're currently doing, eating a bit more fruit and veg, getting a bit healthier, calorie deficit. And the rest and looks after itself. Bob's your uncle. Right, we'll final, move on. Final point of the day. <coughs> yeah, so uh, we're moving on to... This is actually going to be a good one because we haven't touched on this at all. Mm-hmm. But um, So we're just going to cover some training tips to get you in the best shape of your life over these next 90 days. Yeah, so first thing I will go with is another boring term that you will have heard through around a lot. But it's called progressive overload. And I know. So, but this here, this is um, when you're training, you always either want to be increasing the, the weight if you can do it with good technique and can do it safely. You want to be increasing your weight. If you can't increase the weight, maybe increase your reps. And when I say that, that means say you did 10 kg for squats, gobbled squats or something, and then you come in the next week, you want to maybe try and do 12 kg. You come in the following week, try 14. If you can't bump up the weight, then maybe try to bump up the reps a wee touch. Just simple things you got every week. That's a very plain example, but you want to be applying that to every single part of your training. And if you're able to do that for as long as possible, you're going to gain a shit ton of um, lean muscle. Yeah. So a wee tip that I wish I learned whenever I was younger um, is prior... I know people won't agree with this because it's whether you enjoy it or not, but if you enjoy doing weights and resistance training, you should be really, really prioritizing that um, over cardio, over your walking, like over classes as well. Yeah, it's gonna get you. It's going to get you the best bang for your buck. So like, prioritize your weight training. Here's the thing, but we've touched on this so many times in the past seven episodes. If you don't enjoy it, don't do it because it's not going to last long term. But if you enjoy it even a wee bit, I really, really, really suggest that you really prioritize weight training. Well, 100%. There's, I don't even think there's only two ways about it. Like, you should but really if, be prioritizing. Here's the thing, but if someone, if someone hates doing it... And oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about if their goal is to get into great shape and uh, grow their glutes, grow, I don't know, grow their chest, whatever yeah. it may be they want to do, to then off. that's it. There's no, really, there's no other choice. Yeah. Um, and then one other thing that I've, it's becoming... I think CrossFit has really brought in this whole trend. But like people doing like their cardio and their weights like on the same day and sometimes in the same session. Yeah. Um. Ideally, ideally you want to be uh doing them on separate days because it, one it helps your recovery and two it actually helps you get good at the specific things you're doing. Yeah. So if if you if you've got a four day split, you know if you're doing your 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 weight training on the Monday, like do your cardio on your rest day and then weight training the next day and then cardio on your rest day. Yeah. I don't know what your split is, what your what your workout routine is. But try and do your cardio sessions like on your rest days if possible. Or try and have actual cardio days, you know, and then have rest days as complete rest days. Yeah. But, um, these and shameless plug also, um, if you don't have a training split and you need a training split, feel free to reach out to me or feel them. We'll sort of clean out. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Me, Gary V in the I'm corner. I'm a master marketer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, these, um, these are just tips. These are just bits of advice we've learned from over the years. Um, you can follow them or, or, you, or you don't. It's, it's entirely up to you. But I, I really suggest that you do because these are the mistakes that we made over the years, especially me. I remember in, in high school when I first started out in my teens, um, I was doing my weights for like 30, 40 minutes in the gym and then I was going into the hall next door I'm doing like 20, 30 minutes of just running and I was doing it in the same session 
like if I had to split them up into two separate days, could have done both better. Both would have been done better, meaning I would have got faster results and better results. So it's it saves you time, it saves you effort, and it just makes you better at, at the thing you're actually wanting to get better at. What was your point? Were you just mm-hmm. touched? Did you just add to my point, or did you make a point? So I made a point. Uh, what was it? So basically, well, I made two points. Uh, but the main one was, ideally, you should be trying to separate. Oh yeah, yeah. Your weight training and your uh, and your cardio. Were you trying to expose me there? <laughs> no, way? I was trying to make sure. I was trying to make sure um, that you had give a point, so I didn't have to think of one straight away. This <laughs> yeah. is this is off the cuff. Actually, you know what I do? Real, raw, and off. true. Yeah, exactly. I do have another one. See um, these dick ass fucking workouts that you're seeing on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or wherever you're seeing them. Now they're not all shit, but. Mainly Instagram. If Charlie's them, their shit like. Same 30 second reads you're seeing of um, these, well, females or males, whoever they are, doing, a, I don't know, glute workouts, best workouts to grow your glutes. And it's some fucking random ass doing some kickback. With Tre- Theresa May doing kickbacks. Theresa May doing kickbacks. Like, I swear to God, this actually pisses me off. And fellas as well, talking about how they grow their shoulders and all this shit. A lot of them are pumping gear. So keep that in your, in your mind. But that's not even the part that annoys me. The part that annoys me is they try to claim that they grew uh, their big bums by doing uh, exercises such as kickbacks or things like that. Realistically, that's not how they've grew them. They've grew them th- through doing the basics. Their hip thrusters, their squ- uh, squats, their RDLs, deadlifts, whatever it may be. That is um, being in a calorie surplus, which we didn't actually really touch on. We could we touch didn't, on that. We didn't touch on the surplus. Uh, for growing muscle and getting in great shape. I feel like if, um, if based on my market research, hmm. most people on this so far are on it for weight loss. But True. but we'll we'll touch on it anyway. Fuck it. I feel um, like we should. Still, we've still got time. So we've talked about the calorie deficit a million times. Well, not in the podcast. We haven't. That was the first time today. Yeah. But if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and um, we're always talking about calorie deficits and that, and the importance of a calorie deficit when trying to lose weight. But other side of the coin you flip that coin and you've got people that want to actually you so see you've got women out there that want to tone up and build a wee tiny bit of muscle and, and look more athletic and you. by the way toning up is building muscle yeah just so you know these people that you see that look toned look toned because they've built muscle yeah that's so important so it is and then you've got fellas that want to want to be shredded and ripped and massive and, and jacked whatever you want to call it um they have to be in a calorie surplus to do that so they do so surplus is the opposite of a deficit in basic terms this is where it, you get to eat more it means you have to eat more than what you're currently burning as a as a as a human in general, so yeah. if you're if every day you're burning two thousand five hundred calories to be in a surplus, you need to be eating over that. You need to be eating about three thousand calories a day. So Charlie's currently in a surplus. So. Yeah. So I'm currently in a surplus. So meaning, I am eating more than I'm burning off every day, and what that's going to do is that's going to leave your body with say I don't know four hundred calories left over, and if you're training weights and you're training weights consistently and doing as i said progressively overloading meaning you're adding weight to each session or you're adding reps or whatever it is and you're in a calorie surplus your body's going to take a pretty good portion of that energy them calories and help feed your muscles and yes your carbs are very important for that and so is protein for muscle growth for the both of them are very important for muscle growth but um i'm lost my train of thought yeah so you're gonna have more energy than you need so that's what your body's going to use to help you grow your muscles and yes a wee tiny bit of that might also go into body fat storage too so you're going to gain a wee bit of body fat alongside a wee bit of muscle but as long as you're um only gaining between say half a pound to a pound a week of um weight all in 
you're gonna be fine. Like it, you're got you're gonna look very good at the end of it if you're sticking to half a pound to a pound a week weight gain and applying a pr- progressive overload as well. But don't get confused. If you're on here and you're thinking to yourself, I just need to lose weight. But then look, that's first first and foremost lose weight. Get calorie deficit. Yeah. And first and foremost lose weight. Because the, the calorie surplus, most people, the the first thing to do for most people is, to, lose, get, yeah. is to get rid of body fat because it, it changes up your body hormonally and uh, you're not in an ideal spot to start building muscle anyway. Yeah. I've actually okay. got a client right now who's about to lose his 20th pound. It's Dawson. I'm sure he'll not mind me mentioning him. He's about to lose, just he's about to drop 20 pounds here now in the next, within this week, hopefully. And then he's going to go on holiday. And when he comes home from holiday, we're actually putting him into a calorie surplus. Not straight away, but we're going to work, start working him into it and put him on a bulk so that he can grow more muscle and look more jacked. That's, so that's a perfect example. Lose the body fat first, like Dawson had to lose 20 pounds of body fat. And when he comes back from holiday, now we're going to start trying to grow some muscle, get him toned, get him jacked. And that's like the, a perfect example of what we're trying to talk about. Yeah. So really just be clear on what you want to achieve. You know, do you want to lose weight and get lean at the minute or do you want to build a bit of muscle and look toned, look athletic, look ripped? You know, it's, once you know exactly what you, what you want, then you can decide what direction to go. Um, final point. In most cases, whether you're trying to diet, lose weight, or if you're trying to like bulk up, in most cases, your training doesn't actually have to change. Yep. Um, you should be trying just to maintain strength. Oh, something's happening there. That's all right. So we're, we're having a technical glitch here. So we are, but um, and I think we're all good. But I think so. In most cases, uh, your training doesn't have. So a lot of people think whenever they're trying to build muscle, they should be doing like low reps and shit, yeah. and like all heavy lifting. And then whenever they're trying to lose weight, change up their whole training routine and go high reps and trying to, you know, burn as much energy energy as possible. And it's not really how it works. So what your the aim here is if. If you're currently doing like, I don't know, sets of eight to 12 reps, I'm just using examples because I don't know what program you're on. When you go into your dieting phase and you go into your calorie deficit, your aim is to maintain that strength that you've built over the past year or so. You don't want to lose strength because it means you're pretty much losing muscle as well. So, um, and this is this goes to the females too. So you want to be trying to maintain your strength the whole way through that uh, dieting phase. And actually, ideally, you want to actually gain a bit of strength because that's my end goal when yeah. I'm dieting. You should, so the goal should always be to get stronger, no matter if you're no matter dieting what. or yeah. if you're in a surplus. So I think uh, we overlapped a bit too much there because it's a bit, it might be a bit confusing, but... Um, well, it's logistics. Sometimes it's logistics, that's come it. Across that but, uh, Try to keep it as... Yeah, keep, let's keep things simple. simple if, as we could. You're trying to lose weight. Let's get you into a calorie deficit. Let's keep keep your lifts nice and strong. Stay as strong as possible. Keep doing what you've been doing. Just keep getting better at it. And be consistent. And track them calories. Yeah. So um that's that's literally that side of the coin done. Let's do an overview of what we covered because that was a that was a good week. Yeah, it was a good one. We're gonna keep it short, but <laughs> stressed her on anyway. So uh, the first thing we covered was do you really, really, really want to lose weight or is this just a wee part time thing yeah, for you? Exactly. Um, so you gotta keep that fucking momentum going. So whenever you're whenever you make your start on losing weight, you gotta keep riding that momentum. Don't let any sort of obstacles get in your way, as I said. Temptations. Yeah, temptations. Don't let temptations getting in the way and um, as i said a rocket doesn't fucking stop halfway whenever it's trying to break through the, the earth's atmosphere to get into space the same way you can't stop halfway through the fucking week because you want to go on a bender so let's get a rocket up your ass and get moving yep um and then we uh touched on a few diet tips 
to help you lose your next 10 pounds. Uh, we touched on the importance of food diary. We touched on the calorie importance tracking. of calorie tracking, uh, calorie deficit. And then we touched on the importance of maintaining strength while dieting. And avoiding temptation. And then finally, we touched on the training tips to get you into the best shape of your life. Yep. So uh, we covered the fact that you actually have to enjoy your training. But even if you only enjoy resistance training a wee bit, it's still important to prioritize it over cardio. Because Especially if that's your goal is to get in the great shape. Yep. But then we also talked about the importance of cardio too, making sure it's included in the program and then just overall consistency. And that's us on the money boil. Yep, that was good. Hope you loved this. Hope you uh, got something from it. Got I think there was a lot of gold nuggets in there today. There that was. was a good, yeah, that was, was a good productive one today. It was different. So make sure you actually implement the shit we've just told you about and you just don't listen to this and say fuck it and never think about it again. And actually implement it as you go along. So as you're listening to it, uh, you know, writing your notes or your reminders to start doing your food diary. Yep. Start structuring out a wee three or four uh, day workout program for yourself. Yep. Like Charlie said earlier, if you need help with any of this, if you need help with your diet, if you need help with your, your workout program, you need help with your lifestyle, reach out to um, either myself or Charlie um, on Instagram, on Facebook, whatever, and we'll be happy to help. Even if you don't become a client, we still want to help, okay? Exactly. So you don't have to pay us shit. Just ask questions. We're always happy to help. That's us. I'm happy with that. All right. Done and dusted. See you later. Episode 7 complete. Oh, yeah. Bye.